Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the City Connect podcast with me, your host, Prince Carl. I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I apologize to the avid listeners of this podcast because I have been, I have not posted a podcast since I believe March 13th, 2021, which is absolutely unacceptable, ridiculous. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot going on. I like to do podcasts off the cuff. Um, I don't have a script. I don't edit them. Everything that is said uh, is is real and true and from the heart. If you are a new listener, I welcome you. And uh, you can follow my Instagram at underscore Prince underscore Carl. There's going to be no ads on this podcast. So sit back, relax as you're in traffic or wherever you are and just, just enjoy. Um... I've been doing a lot of truck driving, which is cool, getting around and um, getting to where I want to be. Things are going very well for me. I feel like success breeds success. And uh, yeah, financially I'm doing great um, and life is life is really good. Uh, I have a guest today on this podcast and she is a returning guest. And this is not going to be a video. But I think the guest might actually want it to be video because she's making a lot of googly faces into the camera right now. Um, let me give you a clue as to who this guest is. She's a single mom. So there it is. She's the only returning guest who's a single mom, and I'm very happy to have her back, and I'm in Houston, Texas. So, guest, please identify yourself. Hi, my name is Ruby, and um, I love how you identified me as a single mom because that's not the only thing that identifies me, but it's right. interesting to know that that was the number one thing that you associated with me. Well, it is because I'm a parent, so we're part of the parent gang, and, and I mean... But you didn't say parent, you said single mom. Well, you're a single mom is a parent. Yeah, you could have just said she's a parent. Okay, she's a parent. Just she's, like me. She's a parent just like me. Um... And you either are a parent or you're not. Like, there's no middle ground. Ooh, you know, yeah, there, you, I, it's I, like you're, you're either pregnant or you're not. Like, dude, there's no, like, well, I'm kind of pregnant or I'm sort of a parent. Like, no, no, no. You actually, either, I disagree with you. What do you mean? How, how can there be any pregnancy? There's a middle ground in pregnancy? You're, like, sort of pregnant? No, you're either pregnant or you're not. Well, I don't, I think that there's parents, but you don't have to have a kid. If you have a kid, it doesn't necessarily well, yeah. mean that you're a parent. No, that's a good point. I mean, there are people who have fathered or mothered children and have zero interaction. You know, I was thinking about this because Gigi Hadid and her boyfriend, uh, Zayn Malik, just got into some sort of an altercation. Zayn Malik assaulted Gigi Hadid's mom. He got charged with something. And At the end of the day, the way I see it is, is Zayn Malik, in my opinion, was not ready to step up and be a man and be a father. And she got involved with a guy who they probably had an accidental pregnancy, and he was like a boy. He's like part of the One Direction, and he he was a boy, but he wasn't really being a man. And when you are a parent, I think that there's an expectation that you're gonna, at in some capacity, be a man and be a father. Do you agree with that? Like, I, I mean, especially I think from a woman's standpoint, she's like, okay, I'm having 
a child with you, dude, and you need to like step up in some capacity and be responsible, be a man, be a parent, be a father. And some guys are going to either step up to that and be like, hey, I'm going to work harder, I'm going to make more money, I'm going to be more responsible, be more focused, be more of an adult, or they're going to head for the hills. Yeah, that's how all parenting is, right? Like, right, but do you, I mean, that's like, the only two this is my question to you. How did your expectations as a woman and as now a mother change towards your significant other who, whom you had a child with? Like, there's a difference in a relationship when you are just dating, like man and woman are just dating. It's, it's kind of a one-dimensional thing. It's like man, woman, woman, man. Yes. Then when a child comes in, it's now the third dimension of the relationship. And now you have a child that only takes, 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 and you have to both equally give. But you really have to, I mean, how, this is my question. How did your expectations as a woman, as a parent, change towards your significant other when you had a child with him? I think it put things into perspective. Like, I think having a child makes your vision of your significant other a lot more clear. Because I think a lot of the times when we date, we date for our personal reasons, right? But then when you have a kid, you date for yours and for the kid's reasons. Right. So I think that my, my, my perspective of my significant other, well, I mean, I'm not with him anymore. So it definitely changed because I knew that I didn't want him to, I didn't want to raise a child with him. Did you, so when you had a child, like when you guys were dating, it was just like, yeah, you know, we're having fun, we're partying, da, da, da. We're just like enjoying each other's company, da, da, da. But then when you had a child, do you think that it was maybe the extra pressure that you, or the expect, the extra expectations you had for him that made him feel like well screw her like I can't live up to this or like it definitely puts a lot of pressure on a relationship when you have a child oh I know my that. god yeah what they expect I mean the the experience that I had was basically I was 22 years old or I was 23 years old my dad was like okay I'm gonna put you through college and when you're you're done with college you're off the hook like you I'm not I'm not paying for anything ever again for you I'm not giving you any money so you're cut off financially at age 23 and then literally the same year my then girlfriend, which which turned to my wife of 13 years, was like, oh yeah, I'm pregnant. So it was like literally age 23, cut off financially, gonna have to figure out things financially for myself and also you're also gonna be a dad, like all in the same year. And it was a lot of chaos because I really didn't know how I was gonna provide for myself, let alone my family. Mm -hmm. And you know, from her perspective, she's like, well, I'm having a child here. It's like, dude, we don't have time for this. Like, you need to get your sh shit together, and we need to figure out how to make a family. And like, there's a certain yeah. like level of expectations, and that puts a, a ton of strain on the relationship. A lot, and then, a lot, a lot. so she's like, look, I need more from you. I need better from you. I need yeah. more focus from you. I need more commitment from you. I need more like money from you. I need like more everything from you because you are not just some dude that I'm hooking up with that I'm hanging out with that I'm having fun with. You are the father of my child. Like this is a serious freaking thing. I'm a woman and I'm trying to do my best to take care of my child, but I can't go out and work, you know, a full right. schedule when I'm at home here with a crying baby that I'm trying to breastfeed. Right. So it's like, I think that the relationships they're going to like in, in that capacity, when I was there, I remember Haley was born and I was working at Fry's Electronics and I was selling computers and it like, I remember 
Man, Fry's doesn't even exist anymore. I know. It's crazy. But I was selling computers, and I knew that the baby was on the way. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sell computers because that's, like, the most money you could make. I didn't know how to sell, but I was like, I'm going to figure it out. And I'll never forget, like, I last time I told the story, I started crying. But I remember we were having this meeting at Fry's Electronics, and uh, they everyone was there at the, at the morning meeting. And then uh, this one guy um, was like, Eric, he's like, you know, we have a new father in the room. And he was like, you know, it was me. And it was really special. And... Um, from that point on, like I was just hitting it hard. Mm-hmm. Like I turned a minimum wage job into like a $75,000 a year job selling computers. And I honestly believe it was like, you know, okay, I'm a dad now. I need to step it up. Like, let's go. Right. You know, and, and it worked out well. Like my marriage, I, I was married for 13 years. It didn't go, it wasn't like all terrible. There was a lot of chaos, a lot of drama. Um, but you know, for me, I was like, okay, this is a new level of, of, of seriousness. And I, I embraced it. I was like, I'm going to be an adult. But I think a lot of guys like Zane Malik are like, well, screw this. Like, I'm out of here. Like, Why? I, I want to, well, because I, I feel like he wants to still hang on to that idea. Like, what I'm are you a, talking about? I'm They're still together. They, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He seems to like really be a good dad. I mean, I don't know how what Instagram or what social media I feel portrays like some about a person. Wait, let me talk. I don't know what social media portrays about him being a father or her being a mother, but I feel like what where are you drawing this conclusion of Zayn Malik that's such a random conclusion to draw from what have you seen or what okay number one he, he did not get married to Gigi Hadid okay and now there's a lot of people who, I understand there's a lot of people who in, Ed and I for instance I understand you know in my perspective is that the only thing no I'm not. I'm not I'm not saying but from my perspective I think it's just a ridiculous what you're pulling out of nothing it's you're no pulling what something I'm saying is my experience my experience was all right we of gotta Zane get Malik no, but Zayn Malik... That's someone you don't even know. This is somebody I'm, you're I'm literally... I'm looking at what I observe, though. Observe on social media, right? Yeah. Observe I, I don't on know what's going on. Exactly. You don't know him. Neither you do don't you. know her. So why even bring it in if you don't know them? What I'm saying is the point I'm trying to make... It's, a, it's not a good example if you're drawing trying... something based out of what? For, of a person that you don't really know. They had some fight... He assaulted her mom, and he got, like, charged with a crime, and they broke up. That's what I heard. Who did you hear this from? I don't know. I heard it on, like, all the whatever. But okay, well, let's the just, point I'm trying let's to make... Let's cut that out of the conversation. The point I'm trying to make is when you cross the bridge of... When you don't have children, you are someone's child. You are always someone's child. Right. You're whether always, you have children or not. You're a child of your parents. You're a child of God. When you have a child, now you're a parent. There, it's it's a bridge that you cannot go back. Like you can't be like, oh well, I have a parent, but you know I'm still a young, you know, like party guy. Like there, yeah, you're gonna have fun as a parent. You're not gonna have a lame, boring life, but you're a parent for life. Are you not? You're gonna be, you're gonna be a mom for life. I'm gonna be a dad for life. And when you cro- when I cross that bridge at age 23, it's a it's a bridge to cross, and I. When I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that I feel like some guys and some girls, are they either embrace it or they shirk it, or they run away from it. Yes, that's that's true. You know, do here's a question I have: Do you do you ever see any women that were like, oh crap, I'm I'm pregnant, you know, I don't want this kid, and like I just want to pretend like I'm still a young like 
all the time, don't you? Like, what do you, mean, what do you, how would you describe well, that? How do you think, of, like, adoption comes about, you know? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times people aren't ready to be a parent. It doesn't even mean that they want to party. It just means that they're not ready. Some of them, some of them are young. Some of them are just mentally not there. Some of them know that they're not going to be, be able to be financially responsible, so they put up the kid for adoption. I mean, there's so many circumstances. It's not, it's not black and white. You know? Um, did you feel when you were younger, before you had kids, like, did you feel like you would have kids or that you wanted to have kids? You know, my whole family thought that I was going to be the last one to have kids. And now I'm the first one, I'm the, the one with the only grandkid. And um, I really didn't think I was going to have kids. Really? Yeah. I didn't think about it I didn't really want kids I loved kids I loved being around kids and kids seemed to gravitate towards me but I never was like I want a baby it just really? happened yeah and then when I became when it, when Bella came out of my you know birth canal and I became a mother I, I loved it I mean honestly the first year of being a mother it was super difficult it was like I had to get to know my body again. I had to get to know myself again. I had to get to know my soul again. Um, and I almost didn't know how to be a mother. Interesting. Yeah, and that was probably but the first year of it. Was it invigorating when the, the feeling of being a mother? When like, I saw her some... come out, uh, and I remember holding her and breastfeeding her, and I think it was she was four months at the time, and I just remember looking at her and being like, why... Did I bring you into this world? This world is so ugly. Wow. Yeah. And eventually, as you know, I as I learned by experience to be a mother, and um, as I taught her certain things, I think I showed her that the world is actually rather beautiful. Wow. Yeah. So she changed your perspective. Well, it's a perspective that I had for a lot of my life, but I think because I was a mother, I had become a mother, I had become a lot more sensitive to the things around me. I think you have like a better sense of smell. Like, remember that time that you came in my truck and you smelled something I couldn't smell? Can, can you, you describe mean armpits? that? Yeah, no, it was my student. Remember, you said that he had he like smelled... a Middle Eastern smell of like a man or something, and I like I could not oh, smell please. this. No, but like I couldn't smell this smell for the life of me. And then I remember I came over to your house and you're like, you, you have this weird smell on you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then you went into my truck and you were like, oh my God, that, that's the smell of your student. And it was sort of this like essence that this man had. Yeah, he like his pores like poured <laughs> out onions, garlic and like <laughs> Subway, New York like, right, but the, the the operative thing here is that New York I could not smell this at all, and I've got a great sense of smell. But I think that did you develop a better sense of smell when you were pregnant or something? Like I've heard about this. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. Really? <laughs> yeah. I. I <laughs> uh. Um, but I've always been sensitive to smells. Like, I, I mean, can't smell people's perfumes. Like, if it's too sweet. But my question is, did your pregnancy cause that? Because I've heard that women have, like, a new perception, a new sense of smell after being pregnant. It could have. I don't know if I've been, I've been that observant of it, but it could have. 
I've always been sensitive to smells, but I don't know if I've always been able to smell particular things. Um, was there a time at which you hated being pregnant? And was there a time at which you were just like, I feel great being pregnant? No, the whole time I felt awesome. I really? felt so beautiful. Wow. I felt very radiant. See, I think it's really beautiful when women are pregnant. Yeah. I think, I, and there's a certain, like their skin has a certain glow. And I, that's what I've heard is like, I mean, kids, women can have, can have bad pregnancies. Oh, yeah. I've, and some of my friends have had bad pregnancies. But I haven't. So you enjoy Well, it. I've only had one pregnancy and it was awesome. So you, like, did you feel better? Did you just connect with yourself as a woman? Like, what was it? Well, I don't know if I really connected. I mean, I could have. I felt like, I felt really at peace. You know, and I felt like I, not only was I at peace, but I was subconsciously trying to make myself be at peace because I knew that every emotion that I felt, whether it be anger or sadness, the child would feel. Oh, wow. So I was constantly trying to be at like this calm, peaceful Zen. being. Yeah. 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 Even like in the midst of fights and stuff like that, like arguments, I was just like, I'm going to be at peace. I want you to be at peace. See that? And look at my belly. I would never fight with my wife if she was pregnant. I, I would feel like she's a pregnant princess. And, and, and the thing is too, is like a woman who's pregnant, like if, if a woman is pregnant and she like is like working hardcore, or working out, or just like you said, like not in the right state, uh -huh. your body will possibly have a miscarriage. Yes. Because your body's like, okay, you're you're sending your body feedback that like, okay, we're not isn't this isn't a good time to be pregnant yeah. because there's all this shit going on and I'm fighting and da 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 and that I don't know like there was this one woman I knew of that I worked with and I, she just wasn't in a good state of mind and she was working like really, really hard and she wasn't sleeping enough and da 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 and then she had a miscarriage. I, again, I'm not going to be a scientist and say that I know why that happened or didn't happen, but it's possible, you know, like when you, I remember when my first wife got pregnant, she was like so tired the first month that she, <laughs> I said no. this isn't going to be on camera. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ruby wants to make this on camera. No. Uh, she, she loves looking at herself. <laughs> That's my daughter's foot. But do you, do you remember the first month when Look you're at pregnant? This. this is actually my daughter's cup. Side note. That's sweet. And it says mom and then it says all the way to Bella. And it says, and I promise you this, no matter who enters your life, I will love you more than any of them. Oh, that's sweet. Is it really sweet though? And there's a little um, moon and a flower right here. Okay, guys, enough enough with the pregnancy talk. Um, let's change. Let's change. Let's change it up a little bit. Um, you are beautiful. That's great. I made this. I hope you don't break that. I've had it for like since she was like nine months. What would happen if that I broke? I made it for her. I would put it back like together. Like if I accidentally broke it. I feel like you would do it on purpose. <laughs> I'm not that evil. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I am evil though, but speaking of being evil, um, yeah, I'm making, speaking I'm making better being... money now. Um, and I'm able to invest it in my side business, which is flipping cars. So I'll buy cars from salvage yard and, uh, fix them up and that's doing well. And then that yeah, trucking's going well. I, I don't want to state figures, but let's put it this way. 
I used to be embarrassed to talk about how much money I made because I wasn't making any money. Now the opposite has happened. Does that make sense, Ruby? Like, I don't want to talk about how much money I'm making. Then but, don't. Don't yeah, even so mention I'm not. it. Yes, I'm not. I'm not going to name numbers. I'm not going to name names. It doesn't matter. Like, doesn't even matter. the way that you said that is talking about how much money you're making. Like, right, that's, I know. That's like flex. I'm not flexing. We're not it's here to not flex. even flex. It's called brag, and it's not even, like, okay to brag like right, that. Right, okay. Um, but that's, that's going well. And I think that with trucking, um, I'm going to get off the road hopefully by like next summer and, uh, probably be based in Austin, Texas. Um, shout out to Chris Zender. I know you're listening because Chris Zender has been like badgering me about putting up a new podcast. And so here you go. All right. This is a podcast. I've got a good guest. She's making it happen. And, um... Oh, my neck. You screwed up your neck? No, no, no. Just when I got up. I'm wearing, I'm wearing like, a really, really ragged t-shirt and extremely ragged pants. The oh. pants are my pregnancy pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually, I wore them when I was pregnant. And now they, they have, like, six holes in you them. You know what, though? These clothes that I'm wearing, it's they're great. They're, the, they're those kind of clothes where you wear and you you're not you're unaware that you're wearing clothes like you i literally feel like i might be naked right now that's but then why I, keep, I have to remind myself i actually am wearing clothes that's why i keep that shirt in yeah. those pants but they I, feel there's, so there's one caveat good. i feel like this outfit that i'm wearing it might come up like hypothetically in like a marriage counseling and you know like the the man says to the marriage counselor like our <laughs> Our marriage, I realized our marriage was over when my wife was wearing, like, what I'm wearing right now. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, it's just, like, who gives a shit clothes. Um, I want to talk about clothes. It's the kind of clothes where you're just giving up. Yeah, you, it's, you more than giving up. <laughs> no, like, you you're, just... you're, you're asleep on the couch with COVID, and you're not doing anything or seeing anyone. That's not with COVID. Why do you have to add that in there? That's like I got COVID. People die of COVID. I've I had got COVID it. twice. You, you got it twice? Yeah. What the fuck? People die of it. Did your daughter get it? No. Did you get the shot? No. Oh my god, Ruby. But I'm very clean. Well, I got it and I got the shot, so we're COVID free. You're gonna be a zombie in three years. No, don't, don't start with the anti-vax stuff. <laughs> um, <sighs> what do I want to talk about? I don't know. I told you to make pinpoints. Oh. Your what? I told you to make pinpoints. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm going. Um, I'm going off the cuff here. So. I feel like I'm just chilling, like hair on a bar soap. Let me say something. <laughs> I feel like me being a German. There's certain foods that I crave. And things that about my personality that might come from my German DNA heritage. I think you Namely, crave a lot of sausage. I do like sausage. That's why the, those people were inviting you to the gay club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we uh, we made some quick friends. We went to dinner at, at a uh, Mexican. Uh, at, it was a nice restaurant. It was Mexican food. Yeah. Um, it was Mexican seafood. You, it was okay, called. Okay. Here's um, the thing. I, my, my, my German heritage means I need a beer. Like, I need a Mighty beer at least schools. once a night. But your heritage means what? What do you crave? I crave water. 
What didn't you say beans? <laughs> You're so stupid. Just because I'm Mexican, I don't just crave beans all the but time. But you were oh, that was the I first was, thing you ordered. You because, were diving no, into those the first beans. Thing I ordered you was were guacamole. like, yeah. And then oh, I ordered the yeah. tamale, which I didn't even eat because it had cheese in it. Right. Then I ordered the rice and beans because I was looking at what what kind of plant based options they had. But my question is like, does does the, do the beans like speak to your soul like? Like, no, food. I was just so hungry, man. I hadn't eaten since noon. So it wasn't necessarily We ate. Like, we literally ate at, what, 7.30? And I hadn't eaten for like eight hours. I was so... I was hangry. Right. I you was literally snappy. And literally. We had, we had a really bad server. And we were trying to understand the psychology of why this server was so bad. He didn't have any... He wasn't on the ball. Like, he didn't have any internal locus of control. <laughs> like, he... He was just like afraid and then he kept screwing up and then like we would emphasize like he kind of screwed up because we're like, yeah, we asked you for that drink twice or we asked you for the bill twice. Like, where is it? And then like he would go more into like afraid mode. What, can you explain what was going on there? I think he was like, I honestly, I think he might have been a little bit high. I think he was maybe slightly retarded. You can't say that. Remember, was, that, remember that one Hillary Duff commercial? No, what? <laughs> that uh, Dane Cook made. She was like, oh no, it was... Shakespeare, it was about, leave. I don't want to have sex with you right now. Go away. No, she was... I think it was like when, when people say that was retarded. And like she comes out of like a wardrobe. She's like, you can't say that. <laughs> you remember that? But what if he like was... What if... Like was there something psychologically... He was, he was maybe abused... Is that what we the conclusion we came no, to? No, we cannot come to. All we right. can't genuinely. Something like, was not right. He just seemed like he was high. He honestly seemed he like really? he was twenty-one. He had gotten maybe two hours of sleep. Yeah, he just he wasn't woke there. up. He woke and baked. Like maybe he had a shot that day. Like he was like twenty-five percent there. Like he wasn't. He didn't have any type of emotion. Right. Like that coagulated with any useful conversation. He would, this is what he would do. He would come to the table and he like put out like five coasters and he's like organizing them like they're tarot cards or something. Like he's going to do a tarot card reading. I'm like, what the, what are you doing with the coasters? And then he just stands there and I'm like, okay, like, are you going to talk or do you, do I talk? <laughs> oh yeah. And like the thing is Ruby was a bartender for seven years. So she's done a lot of customer service. I was a, I was a server at PF Chang's. I don't know if you've heard of it for four years. I'm not proud of that, but why, like, we, like, why you, would you not be proud of that? Because that's embarrassing. Ruby. It's not embarrassing. You're <laughs> embarrassing for not for thinking that's embarrassing. Yeah, I guess. That's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that I'm embarrassed. It's, yeah. yeah. That's even more embarrassing. Like, yeah. Just embrace it. We like I was yeah. a bartender for seven. What did I learned a lot from being a bartender? I bet you learned a lot from being a, a waiter. I did. I learned how to work hard. Work you fast. you worked somewhere for four years. I made like, zero money. Yeah, but it's it's. I just, met Cassie. I love Cassie. Shout out. Yeah, I does. met Cassie when she was eighteen. Wow, how old is she now? Uh, twenty nine. Wow. Well, you guys know each other for some time. I think it was two thousand nine. That's when I graduated Th- high thank school. Thank you for listening, Cassie. Um, I think she listens to this crap. I really do. I'm pretty sure crap? that she does. Yeah, this podcast. Like, it I is think kind it, like, of a crap podcast. It's total crap. <laughs> but the reason it's good is, beca- is because it's crap. 
Like, I, I want to emphasize this is no ads. There's no agenda. There's no pl- politics. There's, it's, this isn't like we're there's trying no to, There's like, no plot. There's nothing. We're, n- we're going off of the, just... Do you know what, though? Free, free ball, free ball. I don't Zoom call people and, like, record bad audio. Like, if you want to be on this podcast, you need to step up to the mic like Walter Cronkite. You said that three times today. You know, but, like, Ruby's got a great voice. I'm Ruby, stepping up about... to the mic right now. That was a little nasally. Try it again. I'm stepping up to the mic right now. There you go. Ba- get it bass. Dude, no, that was manly. You know, and I just want to say, Ruby was talking about Jesus earlier. And I was? Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> Jesus is just all right. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a musical podcast, and we're going to only communicate in music. It's going to be like... Do you know that I, I kissed a girl and I liked it? Did you? The taste of her cherry chapstick. Wow. I kissed a girl and, and I, I liked, liked it. it. The taste, taste of her, her cherry chapstick. Cha- I kiss. You know, when I heard that first song first, I thought it was a man singing it. That was to Katy Perry. Yeah, that was her first hit. And no, I, I think her and first I did, hit. I didn't make, it makes, I was was like, her first hit California that, Girls? Song? No, it was that song. Well, Unforgettable Daisy Duke's Bikini. That was like on way top. late. Got a good voice, Ruby. So Ruby's starting the podcast because she's got an angel voice, right, I, Ruby? I'm starting a podcast. You know, I really but actually, I'm not really starting a podcast. I got a podcasting microphone to start doing meditation videos uh, on YouTube. Well, so you're going to, like, what guided, is that? So just helping people with guided meditations. Okay. Like so it's like a sleep in, story. Like, listen to this and then fall asleep? No, because you don't fall I mean, yeah, some of them you can fall asleep. There's sleep <laughs> meditation. There's also self love meditation there's like tapping into your subconscious meditation there's like releasing like uh releasing overthinking meditation can you can you do a tapping into subconscious meditation can you give us a little feeler right now yeah i want you to because i'm always trying to like see into the future but i and then i just fall asleep really Wait, Ruby, you can't read something off yeah, the internet. Yeah, I write all to, of... Like, no, I'm going oh, to my is, own. So you wrote this. So this is your material. And I want to say, too, Ruby has a great voice. She has a very soothing voice. Okay, this will be like 30 seconds. Because I, I haven't started it, so I'm still working on a lot of material. And I know this is not going to be a video, but I keep looking into the video like it's going to be a video. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, though, because you're getting close to the mic. So you sound good. Um... So I, this is how I'm thinking I would start it, right? Just. I want to emphasize if you're currently uh, driving a motor vehicle, pull over and do not listen to this because you, you might go into a trance when Ruby starts talking. Like you're a hypnotist, right? No. Okay, go ahead. Do not ep- operate heavy machinery or a truck while listening to this next part of the podcast. Turn it off immediately. <laughs> First, I want to say thank you, <laughs> Carl. <laughs> Carl's laughing at me. I keep going. Carl, I will not you. do this on your. No, this is out now. No, keep going. No, this is good. I won't. You laugh. were laughing laugh. the whole time. I won't laugh. Go. No. Go. No. Nope. 
Nope. No, I need this. Because you I'm ruined it. You ruined it now. I'm going to listen to this. Well, that's too bad. How do you get it? Ruby, how do you get it? You are so done. <laughs> You're done. We're now going to begin with the subconscious meditation. Ooh. <laughs> um, quick, quick. I want to throw this out of the podcast. This is an idea I had. Ruby and I started dan- started a singing sort of variety show. There's a little bit of comedy. There's a lot of singing. And somebody jumps in there. You know, we, we have some dancers. And we, uh, let, let's, just, let's just sign off. No. You got to take a piss break or what? No, no, I got to put, I, no, keep going. Well, the, no, we're good. Why? We're in here for like 32 minutes. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Okay. What what last thing? What what last parting advice do you have to say? That Carl had a really good idea. Uh, he thinks that if we started a uh, something a business in Japan where they can rent us out, not even rent us out. It's just like a song variety. Rent show. your family. Oh yeah, yeah. Rent you and your daughter. Rent your family. Yes. Come hither. Very good. Uh, thanks to you, thank you for listening to the most pointless podcasts on the internet, and I welcome you as a new listener. I just want to let you know that this podcast was made by crap for crap for you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ruby. All right, we're going to call it off, and uh, we'll see you on episode 14 of the Sydney Connect podcast. Oh, Ruby, what's your new Instagram? At R-U-B-Y-C-A-Z. Ruby Kaz. What is that? What's the Kaz? Carranza. It's just my ah. my last name shortened. Why did you start a new one? Did you get like canceled? No. Did somebody harass you? Like what? Why did you cancel the whole Instagram? No, I haven't canceled my own one. So there's two? No, but I'm about to cancel it. Why? Because What's I want. Because I want to. I want to migrate to something that's more healing. Are I you want... trying to escape your past? No, fool. You are so ridiculous. Like, that, you're ridiculous. Like, why would you do that? I like what? the old Instagram. Okay, so you like it, but I didn't like it. And it's my fucking Instagram, and I could do whatever the hell I want with my Instagram. Okay, guys, and I, I could delete it, and I could start a new one, because I am my own person, right? I promised we were going to have a fight at some point on this podcast. <laughs> so there you go. Um, she's getting rid of the old Instagram. I don't know why. But okay, that's. I mean, who cares if you don't know why? All, all, okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. All a friend ever wants from somebody is just support. Not why are you doing that? I, You're I, such I, a I nagging. You're no, a nagger. Explain it. You are a nag because I don't want the energy from my other Instagram to dilute the one from the new one that I'm trying to create. Okay. And Carl. I like my old posts. You're... <sighs> no, people can look back to like 2013 and 2014. Good like, for oh, them. Okay. That's you. Why can't I have my own fucking opinion in my own fucking Instagram? Fuck. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you I'm mentally? So, no, I like your new Instagram. I'm excited to be What is wrong with you? What is wrong and with you? And by the way, you're getting new There's followers. There's something wrong with you. Right now. Because you can't stand it when other people do things without you just being so derogatory and degrading. Yes, you are. What if I want to look at your old posts? You can't. Because I'm going to delete it. Damn. That's what's called, that's why it's called deleting it. Starting uh, a new Instagram. Okay. It's a new you. It's a fresh. Ugh.
All right, let's end the, the podcast on a, on a positive note, Ruby. Thank you. Nice. <laughs> no, this is not my podcast. Oh, hey, thank you guys for listening to um, Carl's Krabby Podcast. Thank you for listening to City Connect Podcast with me, your host, Prince Carl. And uh, yeah, um, I apologize for being blunt and causing Art Ruby to uh, have consternation. but um, Poking the fire, awakening to life. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. We'll see you on the next episode. Love you. Bye.